What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Rugged Souls Podcast. I'm joined by my one and only co-host, Delaney. Hi, everyone. And today we're going to dive into fear. What is it? What it can cause? How it can cause failure? And how it's a part of the six basic human emotions. There's like 27 or whatever, but the basic are only six. And how you can um, overcome fear. Yeah. So, you want to start off? Yeah. I'll take it away with the first question I had. Uh, so, I would say I'm someone that's very fearful, very anxious with anything new. I hate new situations. I hate putting myself out there to things that are unknown and sometimes I think that holds me back in life a little bit. I've gotten better especially with um, schooling and like having to, especially nursing school, like having to put myself into new situations every day. But um, what do you think makes you not so afraid? of everything life throws at you because from this side I feel like you're not really a fearful person and if you are you hide it very well so how how do you kind of handle <laughs> fear and you with the hard question yeah that's a, that's a that's a good that's a good first question actually mm -hmm. um well for me so personally, like you're asking, I think you're asking me kind of like an opinion based question. So for me, failure is like, or fear may cause failure, right? But the problem that I think most people have is, and this goes with not just fear, this goes with any of the emotions that you have of the six basic emotions, right? Fear can be what's a good word for that fear can be um a misconception for being scared mm -hmm. right so fear is a natural emotion that you have but being scared is not a natural emotion being scared is a reaction to the action of fear right so being scared causes panic mm -hmm. it causes anxiety it causes all of these things that distract you from the natural thing. So um, kind of getting back to specifically your question, I would think that that is one of the things, like you said that I don't have, I'm not as afraid, right? Mm -hmm. I would think that you're wrong. I do have fear. Um, fear is natural. However, it boils down to how you react to it and then, for me, that is like being scared is not on my radar at all. I hate panic. Panic's one of my biggest pet peeves. If you are around me and you're panicking, I probably want to punch you right in the freaking face, realistically. And that's just who I am. That's like previous events have caused that. Like knowing how to handle like, okay, right now, am I scared or am I fear? Like, is there true fear inside of me right now or is this me being scared? Because me being scared, when I am scared, I'm going to take a breath. I'm going to reassure myself mentally and then take that challenge on. Because at the end of the day, 
being scared doesn't exist in my brain. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I thought it was interesting in class. One of my classes the other day, we talked about anxiety and it's like literally every single person has mild anxiety. Like that's just going through your life. Like you could be a little scared going to like a new class or, oh, you pull up to a gas station and someone looks a little not right. Like you have it, but it's adapting to the anxiety. So there's like different levels of it. So if you go past level one, it's hard to come out of it, like level one anxiety. So I think that's kind of, it makes sense though. Like you're just better at adapting and have better coping mechanisms in some, but you've also been trained in that way. So. Yeah. I think, I think that's what it really boils down to is like, you know, fear, being scared, um stress any of those things at the end of the day that i mean it all boils down to like what is your reaction to the action because every action that you ever have in life is going to have a reaction yeah and what's going to be your next step to what's going on whether i mean a lot of times for me it's like it's funny to say because like and you don't realize it when you do it on a daily basis but i'll talk to myself in third person all the time if there's if there's something that like I may be afraid of or scared or anxious about, it's like you sit there and you tell yourself, you give yourself a different perspective of what it actually is because, you know, like we say all the time, perspective is reality. And that's, that's the truth at the end of the day. Like if you're anxious about going into this environment, that should motivate you really to go into that environment more, but learn how to handle it first. I'm not telling you to, you know, if you're having a freaking panic attack because you don't want to walk in, like for you, for instance, you don't want to walk in that patient's room, mm-hmm. you know, sit back and, and really breathe on it, reflect on it. And um, I think also is like weighing your two, your options out, you know, if Go to the worst case scenario, go to the best case scenario, go to your middle, you know, average, what could, what, what is most likely going to happen? And then, you know, strategize that in your own head of like, it's going to be okay either way. Yeah. And you think about it, like we innately all have that fight or flight response and it's, it's made to save your life. So it's good sometimes to have that fear. I mean, your body works better when you're in that fight, fight or flight mode because all the blood's going to your adrenaline's just pumping the parts of the body that you need either to run or to hide or to get out. So you have to like use that to your advantage. I mean, not in every situation you're going to need to take off running, but yeah, I think I think that makes sense. It's a healthy, Hopefully. normal response. You just have to know how to use yeah, it exactly. Every Everything in life is great, but just like the Bible says, in moderation, mm-hmm. right? Like everything you do is amazing, but it must be done in moderation. Food, amazing, but guess what? That's in moderation. You can't, you know, gluttony, seven deadly sins, right? Like all of these things in, in that same aspect, that's what you have to carry out in life is like everything is great, but in moderation. You know, water, you got to have water every three days, right? Or you'll freaking die. Water's three days, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. 
if I drink three gallons of water in the next hour, I'm going to die. I'm going to drown myself. Right. So it's like, that's the moderation type thing that you got to have. Yeah. Did I answer that question? Though? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, hopefully that, hopefully that answer it well enough for some people. But at the end of the day, that's it. I mean, I think everyone comes to a point in their life where they've been through enough different kinds of experiences that they learn how to manage it. Yeah. That's, and that's the thing. If you're, if like someone listening to this is super young right now, that probably didn't make much sense in their head at all. But like someone that's, I think a, a little mature is going to realize that like, Sometimes you just got to grow up, you know, like you just. Well, and you learn what works for you too. Like the way I handle my fear is going to be completely different than the way you handle it. Yeah. So it's interesting. Like you say, you like talk to yourself in the third person. Yeah. But like, that's not going to work for everyone. So you have to put yourself in those situations. And it's also situation dependent. Yeah. You know, where like, because a lot of times I've found that. Um, a lot of what I do can be aggressive or violent wants to be my first reaction to the action of fear, right? It's like, it's just how my body, like how I was trained really, it's, that's what it boils down to sadly, but, and it's hard to kind of take yourself away from that. But at the end of the day, the mental fortitude that I have that's what I want to give everybody though. You like, you have to have those hard times so that then everything else is easier. Cause like for me, I can tell you like, it's easy for me to lose fear because I don't focus on the fear. That's another thing is like, don't focus on that aspect of fear. Focus on if I do this, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. If I, if I don't do this, what's going to happen? Like, what are the repercussions of me not doing it? What are the repercussions of me doing it? And weigh those options out. That might be what works for you. Um, So you're saying like, yes, I may be scared, but if I do this, what could happen, good or bad? If I don't do it, what could happen, good or bad? Yeah, because I do that a lot. I'll, I'll tell myself in my head, I'm like, okay, you know, give me a scenario of something that could be fearful for you, right? Going to... A job interview. Okay, so go and do a job interview. It's as simple as, yes, every human that is out there is going to have some nerves. They're going to have some anxiety. They're going to have fear. But going to a job interview, it's like, for me, I look at it as everyone's human. Everyone puts their shoe on the same way. This dude walked through that same door that I just walked through the exact same way. There's no difference in him or I. He may be more educated. He might be. But I'm going to use that to my advantage, right? This is my thought process. I'm going to use that to my advantage because now he's going to understand that I want the same level of education as him or I want the same experience or knowledge that he has. I'm going to be humble about it, but that's I'm also going to be a little aggressive about it to let him know that you know I'm not as educated as he is, but I will be there someday. And then, you know, you weigh it out before you walk in there. Like first, you know, kudos to you for getting the job interview. You've taken like, you're halfway there. It's sad to say it, but most of the time in our human lives, it's freaking 
half of it's effort. Mm-hmm. You know, if you just put the effort in, that's going to be a check mark. And then, and then the second thing is I will ask myself, why do I need this job? What could happen if I don't get this job? You know, weigh in those options out and kind of just scheming it out all in my head. Right. And then, you know, you have your cliche ones like, well, if I don't get the job, I won't get this. I won't, I won't be able to survive. Um, when I think of you, a lot of times for me, when I think of you, it's like, I have to provide, you know, that's just my instinct of, I have to provide for you. And I don't mean that in any way. It's just like, that's one of my things that I look at is I have to provide for you. What happens if I don't get the job? And also know that, you know, for a job interview, you tell yourself, hey, I'm building a network at the end of the day. Communication's key. This guy has my number. I have his number. I'll always get back to him. And then just go into the interview. He's going to ask you questions you're not going to know. Know that you're human. Mm -hmm. He or she will ask you questions where they're going to stump you. And you're not going to know. And that's fine. You're human. You're going to make mistakes. Don't let the mistakes show them who you are. Act calm. Act presentable. Act professional. So hopefully that answered that or gave you gave you kind of a scenario of like how I would run through it in my head or how some people may it may work for some people. Yeah, I think that could be helpful. I mean, some people are just nonchalant. They just don't care at all. Like for that people, it's they just go for it, dude, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting because when I was looking at kind of fear when we were preparing for this um I found this website and it was like 20 questions to ask yourself when you're afraid to kind of like walk you through the process and what I thought was interesting was this question it says do I feel that I could handle the process of what I'm afraid of and then do I feel like you could handle the outcome either way And then further down, there was a question of, is my sense of worth at stake in this moment? So I think a lot of it has to do with fear of just your capability and like questioning yourself. Because if you get in this situation and you're questioning, okay, can I even do this? So like you show up to that job interview and you're like questioning yourself, am I qualified? I don't think I have what it takes to do this job and it's not even job interview. I think it could be anything. I mean, well for that, that to me, what you just read off or what and how you were interpreting that is that boils down to insecurities, which a hundred percent, you know, insecurities in yourself, like (laughs) that's something you got to figure out, which I would love to do you know, another podcast on that down the road. But to me, insecurities come from, you just want to be honest. A lot of insecurities come from you being selfish. At the end of the day, you're, you're too concerned with yourself to not be able to do X, Y, Z. You see what I'm saying? Like, 
you're so worried about your own image that you wouldn't walk into that gym job interview versus saying, I don't know this guy from Adam's house cat. Who cares what he thinks if he doesn't like me? At the end of the day, hey, guess what, dude? There's a gas station right down the street. You can go job interview for them too. And maybe they'll like you. You know, like that person's opinion about you shouldn't affect you doing that interview. And if they say something to you that is derogatory or it makes you feel a certain way about yourself, sometimes the truth hurts and you need to take those words and kind of self-reflect and learn on them maybe. Maybe it was completely absurd what he said to you because you're so busy thinking that you're something you're not. When at the end of the day, that guy might have just given you the golden ticket to something that is inside of you that you need to learn from. You see? So like... Yeah. And I think even like another scenario I was thinking of is maybe someone that's like afraid to start going to a gym or like working out for the first time. And it's like, okay, internally, it's like, I'm afraid because I don't know how to do, use the gym equipment. So you have two options, either maybe look up beforehand YouTube videos, how to do certain stuff, or you go up to someone in the gym and be like, hey, can you show me how to do this? Or you could just take the easy way out and say, okay, then I'm not going. Yeah, but your option too, I mean, that that, that goes back to what I said earlier when I said, you know, like go into the job interview, Go into the gym with your option too. It's you have to be humble. You have to have humility and admit that hey, I don't know it. I don't know everything, and that's exactly. hard. Some people hate doing that. But if you went into a job interview and they were like, "Well, do you have this certification?" and you're like, "No, I don't." But that's a goal I have for myself is to get this. Like exactly, you're. It's not you're less than, but flip it and just say. That is my goal. I'm working towards that. Yes, I don't have it right now. It's like someone asking you a question and either you can make up an answer or you just be like, I actually don't know that. Let me do some research or that's a good question. Let me figure that out and then get back to them. Exactly. And then, sure, sometimes it can hurt you being honest like that. But also, there's not a lot of honest people left. No. Like, in the everyday world that aren't going to just look at you and straight up tell you, hey, I don't know, man. You know, you let me look at let me look it up and we can talk about it later. Or, you know, like you said, if it's a certification or something, even look at it this way. You know, we're talking about expanding the mind for fear and everything. Look at it this way. Say, hey, listen, I don't have this certification you're talking about. But it's something I've always inspired to have. However, financially, I haven't been able to afford that class or, you know, I haven't had the means necessary to attend that class in whatever way it may be. And that's what I'm hoping this company may provide for me later in the future if I show that I am willing to take that step with you guys and show you guys my loyalty to the company. Let me tell you, if I owned a business and you and that was my question to you and you gave me that answer, I'd be like, hmm, all right, big dog. All right. Let me, I, I might not hire you for the job, but I'm going to write your freaking name down because when Bobby, who just lied to me out there, 
that he had the certification. Then I found out he didn't. I'm going to call you and say, hey, man, listen, we'll pay for the class. We're just going to let you. You're going to have to work here for X, Y, Z, do this, this, and this. But I'm going to make it to where you can. I think even outside, it's just an everyday life. Yeah. That's just how you should be. 100%. But, you know, at the end of the day, fear is, it'll cripple you. Yeah. Because in that same instance, right, we're talking about going to the gym, doing that option of asking the people, what does that boil down to? You're not asking them, what does that boil down to? Even if it is because you don't know the equipment, it boils down to you being afraid of what that person may think, what that person may say, or how they may react to you asking them that. Well, guess what? I just told you, what are we, like 20 minutes into this? I just told you 10 minutes ago how to process that in your head, you know, or whatever works for you for that, to overcome that fear, to go up to that person and say, Hey, excuse me. I know you're busy, but I'm just now getting into working out. I'm just now learning, you know, what my bicep even is. Can you show me how to use this machine? I read online where this says this machine will help my biceps. Could you like give me some tips and uh, advice for how to use this and what, what reps, you know, you could even take it further and say how many reps, what, what are rep, what are reps, what are repetitions, what are, how should I be doing this? Should I use lightweight? Should I be heavier? Should I put a lot of strain on it? Like, those are all realistic things in that scenario that you could ask. And my head, I'm like already thinking I would hate to go up to someone and do that. But then it's like, what's the worst they're going to say? No, sorry, I don't feel like helping you. Yeah. And then guess what? You can go to the next person. Exactly. And do it. So Exactly. But immediately like, I would be like, no, I'm not going up to someone. But I mean, that's my fear. New situations, which I think a lot of people struggle with. With the fear. Yeah. You know, and that that's why I wanted to do this episode because fear is very broad when you really think about a lot of the decisions that you make in life. And it, it it's one of the main ones that will cause you to not do something. I mean... That's, I'm trying to think right now of like, you know, I'm fearful for our future. Every day I'm fearful for that, but it's not like I can just go curl up in the bed and not come outside, you know, or not go to work or not make decisions that are oriented just around us because you have to. But you also have to be selfless enough to realize it's not just what we want. It's not at all what we want. You know, yeah, like <laughs> what what on this subject, you know, it's like what is God's plan for us? How can I enable that that? Like what can I do here to enable that? If there is nothing and you try and plan, your plan's probably never gonna work because God's timing is going to be completely different from yours. But, and if you don't, if, if you don't think fear is a big subject, go, go just Google how many verses in the Bible talk about fear because fear is crippling to you every single day. 
You know, I mean, but not once do those verses talk about, there's not a translation. I could be wrong. I will say this right now. I could be wrong, but I'm going to go out on a limb right now and say, I have never seen a verse that says scared inside of there in the, in the Bible. Talks about fear. Talks about being afraid. afraid. Never once does it say scared. Because I feel like scared is like a helpless fear. If that makes sense. Like if you're scared, it's almost like, okay, I have no other option. Fear is like, yes, you may be afraid, but there's a way to move past it. And if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, we used to have a saying all the time that like, it's okay to be afraid, but it is not okay to be scared. Because scared is not even a thing to to certain individuals, which is kind of not. But I think when what you're talking about with the faith aspect, like us as Christians, we give all of that to God, right? Like we don't, we give him our entire life. We pray to him about things like, I think that is why a lot of it, like scared probably not in the Bible. I'll go out for what you're saying. Just like, you know. Because we have faith. We have fear, but we also your, have faith. Yeah, exactly. Like you may be, you may have fear in that moment, but you know that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. You know that, hey, no matter what, this is going to be taken care of. Somehow, some way, God's going to take care of this, and this has a purpose for being in my life right now. This, like, everything happens for a reason, and there's some reason this is happening, and that's okay, because God, God's right here with me. I think I just had, like, a mind-blown moment, because I think fear is literally just the unknown. In every situation, well, yeah, it's the unknown. Yeah. Like... Like, I think any situation, you're scared because, I shouldn't say scared, you're afraid because you don't know the outcome. But with our faith, we know that the outcome is already planned. Thank you. That's, so, and one of the things I want to talk about in fear is the fear of death, right? So many people are afraid of death, but it's like us as Christians, number one, as Christians, we should never be afraid of that. But so many people are because it is unknown. It is truly unknown. They don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Or they think they don't. But us as believers, like, that was one of the, dude, in all the environments I've been in and death was knocking at the door, that is the first thing that crossed my mind every single time is like, when that fear struck, it's like, I don't care. I don't care. I know exactly where I'm going. At the end of the day, if I died right now, I know where I'm going. Not a second is ever promised to us. So as a Christian, you should never be afraid of death. If you have the faith and it's inside of you and you're a true believer and you, you know, walk the walk like you should, you're a disciple and not just a follower, right? You're not just a follower of the teacher, you're actually doing what you're supposed to, which is a definition of disciple, then, hey, I died right now. I wouldn't care. Well, that's Don't, like, I wouldn't want you to remorse it either. And that is, that's what's crippling people. 
on that subject of fear of death is they are so freaking afraid of not knowing what's going to happen on the other side. I'm going to tell you right now, I'll be walking the gold streets, mm-hmm. being a servant to the Lord. That's what it boils down to. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. However I go out, I'm okay with that. That was planned for me the moment he made me in my mother's womb 23 years, exactly. 23 years and nine months ago. And that's why it doesn't even relate. Like, yes, we were talking about death, but it doesn't even relate to that. I mean, it's like we were talking about the job interview. You walk into the job interview. You're like, oh, am I going to get the job or not? Guess what? God already knows if you're going to get that job or not. And he already knows the plan for you. So, okay, yeah. go in there. Give it, If it doesn't happen. Yeah. Okay, that like, wasn't for me. We're kind of veering a little bit here, but it's it's it's, it's all what helps me the most is like my faith. Mm-hmm. Because I know at the end of the day, if I'm supposed to get this job, I'm going to get this job. If I'm not supposed to be here, it won't happen. Just like me working down here where I work now. You know, like I was afraid to move from Podump, Alabama down to here. This is a big city that we live in. In Tampa. And the way I got my job, completely not me at all. I was on freaking Facebook and saw a comment on a Facebook post and took the dude seriously. I reached out to him. I said, hey, man, I would love to at least have the opportunity for an interview. He said, that's awesome. He texted me a little bit, got to know me, whatever. He gave my name to his general manager. All right. The general manager calls me. I was I was afraid. I remember I was on the phone with you right before it. I had struck out what four or five yeah. job interviews before that. Struck out those people. I even had one one lady. I remember her specifically. You were with me in a hotel room on a little mini vacation we were on, and that little that lady literally told me you were overqualified for this job because I was so desperate that I was reaching for every one of them instead of just waiting and. You know, it all worked out. I got experience from all of those when I look at it now, but I was afraid that this job interview with this company that I'm at now was not going to go the way it was going to go the way that all of them had gone Mm -hmm. before. And lo and behold, like I got the job. I moved down here um, to be with you so that our relationship could grow because the long distance was getting old. And look, I mean, it's, it's God's provided, you know, it's like what I tell you often, it's like this job, I may not like it. I may not like the company, which I don't, if they're listening, I do like the company. I may not like traveling all the time. I may not like all the long hours, but at the end of the day, we're here for some reason. Whatever that reason is, we haven't figured it out completely. We do have our our ideas, our hypothesis on it. We haven't figured it out completely. So why we're here, what we're doing, what our purpose is here, and what God has in store for us next. Those are all things we don't know. But in this moment, he is blessing us with this job that I have so that we may be here to complete those things. Because at the end of the day, let's face it, without money, you're not getting anywhere. And this job has graciously blessed us throughout the time of us being here. Yeah. But that would have never happened if I would have been so afraid to not do that. Of the unknown. Yeah. Afraid of the unknown. 
I wouldn't even be here if I was afraid of the unknown because little put up Alabama me is like, what the crap am I going to do in Tampa, Florida? Yeah. Well, it even boils down to I walk out the front door for school every day. I don't know what's going to happen each day. I get in my car. I don't know what's going to happen in my car driving to school. Exactly. You show up to the parking garage. I don't know what's going to happen on my walk. Like, you could think, like, you could just talk yourself into a deep hole every single day of, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen next. This could happen. This could happen. This could happen. But I think having that faith is like, I don't need to know what happens. I know it's all planned out for me and it's going to happen exactly like it should. And we caught ourselves trying to plan over our plans. And guess what? It went to crap. I mean. Yeah, it was a rude awakening. It was like. Complete 180 different. So, I mean, that's like just the unknown and overcoming that fear is grounded in our faith. Mm-hmm. Because if I didn't have that, I don't know what I'd do. I'm such a scaredy cat. And so I catch myself doing exactly what I talked about. What's going to happen to this? What's going to happen to that? I do it all the time in my head. And people don't, like, you wouldn't see it from the outside. I'm like, I don't need to know. Yeah. It's like that comfort. Okay, God knows the outcome, so I don't need to know. Yep. And then if you're not religious which i highly recommend you become religious because i don't know how you're living without it to be honest if you're if you're not religious i'm gonna go on out out on a limb and say that you do believe in something all human beings believe in something so whatever you're believing in i would love to know how it's working for you or like what you're doing because that stuff just it fascinates me really i want to dive into all of that every single day yeah i think I we'll definitely do a know. episode on that just because you grew up that way and i didn't so yeah. i think it's interesting like the difference between yeah and then like how how do you cope with fear if it's all self-indulged and then if it is where do you think that's coming from yeah you know what i mean like it's so interesting that's all that's always something that's been fascinating to me is like those people that aren't religious at all, but they still walk through life. But I don't know. That's taking a weird turn. We'll um I think I have a good final question now. Alright. To kind of wrap it all up. Okay. Okay. Is it gonna be as deep as the first one? I don't know. I think it's going to challenge you. Okay. Okay, so just say, I don't know, because no one's ever going to do this, but just it's a made-up situation. Say you're in the grocery store. Just some random guy walks up to you. It's like, this seems like the guy to ask. And it's like, let me think. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like. You're asking me a question based off of a scenario. scenario. Yeah, it's you're going to react to the scenario. So, say someone walks up to you and just is like, hey, I'm living in just, like, this deep fear. And, like, I don't know how to reach my full potential. Like, I'm just so afraid. Like, how can I overcome it? Just a random, a random person. What would, how, how would you respond to that? And I know it kind of recaps everything we've talked about, but I want to hear, like, 
Because someone might be listening that's like, wow, I, I mean, that sounds all great, but like, if I walked up to you, what would you say? <laughs> okay, so that was all over the random, place. But... Random person walks up to me and asks me how they can reach their full potential. Yeah, just I'm so afraid of life. I'm so afraid to try new things. Like, I feel like I'm not reaching my full potential because fear is holding me back. Can you help me? Okay, so off of your question, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say this now so that you can go ahead and start thinking. Because if you were to ask me that, I'm about to ask you a whole list of questions. Like, number one, you're afraid to reach your full potential. What do you think that your full potential is? What do you think that you could do that you're not doing right now? And then why are you afraid to not take the next step? Right? So. Well, and I think you don't have to answer it. Like, as, I mean, it can't be a simple answer. And just asking someone those questions might be enough for them to self-evaluate and come up with the solution on their own. So, yeah, I, think- so I mean, it's a, that, that's very complex. Like your full potential what what even is full potential? If you're to me, if you're doing everything a hundred percent every single day, you're 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 at your full potential. You're as far as you can go. Kudos to you for being able to do that. Because there's plenty of days where I wake up that you're gonna get about sixty five percent out of me for that day because I'm I might be tired, mm-hmm. you know, like whatever. But your full your full potential like that's on you what are you doing every day are you disciplined do you have any discipline whatsoever because a lot of these things can be avoided by having discipline um our lovely dog is being amazing right now what yeah what is your full potential i mean I think even just asking someone that, what do you think your full potential is, could tell you a lot about someone because a lot of people just don't even realize like the capacity they have. They could be like, well, I think I'm going to work a nine to five job until I'm 70 years old. And other people could be like, I'm going to do this, this, and this, retire at 40 with this much money. And like everyone is so, so that, that's a very broad question that could get very complicated really quick, but. But I like how you answered with those certain questions because, like, the website was, if you're afraid, like, go through those, ask yourself those questions over and over. And I think it could be the same thing. Ask yourself those questions and talk yourself through it because that's how you're going to find the solutions. Right. It's not someone anyone else can tell you to get over the fear, but. Yeah, I can only, I can only age you so much. Yeah. You know, like, I. I think a big part of it is what I'm saying is discipline, though, of doing what should be done every day. You know what I mean? Like, we all brush our teeth every day because as kids, our parents told us to do that. And so now we've got that discipline of brushing our teeth every day because we were told for so long to do it. So maybe that's what it is for you. 
You know, tell yourself every single day what you have to do. If it means putting a dry erase board up in your room and writing down what you have to do every day, write it down every single day and do it every single day. If, you know, you're coming to me and you're a young entrepreneur and you're like, I want to start a business. I want to, I want to open up, let's say my own car dealership, but I'm afraid. I'm going to say, okay, what is the first step to that, right? First step would probably be you need to go get a freaking business license because you're about to start a business, right? Go get an LLC. Go Go do that part of it. Get all of the legalities out of the way. Put that on your freaking list. And you do that every single day until it's checked off. Chip away at it. The second step is if you have no experience selling anything, you should probably... Go get some sort of sales experience. If you have sales experience, you need to move on to where are you getting these cars from? Right? Like, go ahead and weigh all of what I'm getting at is list out in your brain everything that needs to happen. Write it down on whatever you need to write it down on. And start going into motion. But the thing is, is you have to be consistent. I was afraid to start this podcast. Guess what? Probably would have never bought the equipment. That's what I said. I knew you wouldn't, and that's why I did it. It was like a kickstart. Like, yeah. Okay, you know, now so- you have it. What are you going to do with it? Exactly. And it's like, honestly, I mean, once, once I had the equipment that I didn't have to purchase myself, it's like, all right. Well, and back to kind of what you were saying, like, it's so cliche, but if your goals and dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. So when you're writing out what you want to accomplish, if you're like, oh, that's easy, that's not, that's not a goal. Yeah. Like you have to be, have that healthy fear and challenge in order for you to grow. So that's all, that's important when you're looking at your goals and writing down your tasks for each day. And and that goes to you saying full potential, right? How can I get to my full potential? Well, you'll you never know your full that. potential unless you challenge if it. If life is easy, you're not doing it right. Yeah. Cuz life is one of the hardest freaking journeys to any human being out there because that is so unknown to us. We don't know what we're going to be doing tomorrow half the time. Much less 20 years down the road from now. But guess what? If I start preparing for 20 years down the road, by the time I get to 20 years down the road, at least I can look back and say, hey, I did all right. I I tried at least, you know, because like retirement, for instance, a lot of people are afraid of retirement. How will I have enough money to survive? Well, if I start now, 20 years from now, Let's say that's my retirement. If I start a Roth IRA tomorrow, and 20 years from now, that Roth IRA, it may only have 20,000 extra dollars in it, which that would be crappy, but that's 20,000 more than what you would have if I didn't start it. If I didn't say, you know what, this is something I'm afraid of, but I'm going to try and mitigate that fear or that action 20 years down the road from now. The fear of not having enough money. I just put in Roth IRA, started that Roth IRA, 20 years goes down the road. 
now it's grown to this amount, right? You tried to mitigate something from happening before it happened, but you had discipline to say, hey, you know what? It's discipline and self-reflection to say, hey, I need to do this because if I don't, 20 years from now, I will be out of money. You know, like for me, that that's what it boils down to is, you know, fear is, fear can be conquered by discipline, thought process. Faith. Faith. Those are, those are your big three, really. Yeah. And if you don't have faith, you got to believe in something. I know you do. Everyone does. And if you don't have faith, the one question I'm going to leave you with tonight before we get off of this is, what do you believe in and why? Because at the end of the day, here's what it boils down to for me. There's there's a little bit of an option, right? If I don't believe, I die. You're right. We all go. We all go in a black hole. If I believe you're right and I die, we still go in a black hole. Mm -hmm. If you die, you don't believe and I'm right, you're going to literally be in torture for eternity. If you die, I'm right, you believe and I believe, we're both going to heaven. So when I do the math in my head out of those, those five scenarios I just gave you, Four out of the five, if you believe, lead to a winning scenario. Only one of them leads to a scenario where you are tortured for the remainder of your life. Because if that percentage of it being real is correct, you're going to be in torture for the remainder of eternity. Because if we believe and we die, hey, and it's not real for whatever reason, which I'm never going to believe it's not because of what God has done in my life, then we're all going to go in a black hole anyway. We'll all be floating in a black void or whatever they say. You know, like, that's where faith boils down to me. Like, when you really dumb it down for people, if you're right, cool, man. I'm still going to believe and I'll end up in a black hole with you. <laughs> but... In that small percentage that I am right and you are wrong and you never believed, you're going to be in the void. But that pretty much sums it up. I think that's a good thought to leave people on pondering. Yeah. I mean, hey, if you have any questions, the Rugged, Rugged Souls podcast at gmail.com, email us. And uh, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time.